1: Why does Channing look so banged up?
2: You want to know why? Because the Cavs were in town last night.
1: Well, they okay.
2: <laughs> Dude, it felt so good, right? Like, to see Dan and Kevin and Jetty and, like, to see all them. Like, Steve-O, Richard, Steve-O. we got to take a time. We're going to – we got to off air. We got to find a time to go back to Cleveland and just enjoy it for a day. Well, like, I felt so good.
1: Yeah, I see Did everybody. You just, Did you
3: guys just do that at All Star Weekend last yeah, year? So
1: I, yeah, I was there All Star Weekend. I had a good time. Uh, I ran. To I was. A great time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, had a great shit. time. We all great know you had a good time. We all know. We can no, tell but
2: you To go back, the team is good. Um, yeah, I, dude, just seeing them, like, because, you know, obviously I'm out here in Portland. I have my own friends. I, I, I always forget that part of my I don't forget, but I'm not reminded of like, that part of my life. Until, like, the
1: whole team came over. It was like, Channing! And I'm
2: like, oh, I miss you guys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, we were out, no, no lie. So, we were out Friday night, All-Star Weekend, me and Channing. So, we were just sitting against the wall, just, like, minding our own business, hammered. But I knew that Steve was coming. So, Steve, our, our tra- the trainer from the Cavs, Steve comes in. And I, like, hug him. I'm, like, cracking jokes with him. And I then point to Channing. He's what now Steve has a beard now, so Channing just looks at him, and then like keeps looking at him, and then he smiles, and Channing's like, "Oh my god!" And then just, like Bear hugs him, like starts squeezing him like he's a little toy, and it's just like, and then Channing just like wouldn't shut up, to- laughing and joking with him for the next twenty minutes. But yeah, no, like people don't understand that, like that championship crew. It wasn't just the players, like the training no. staff. That so many of them the are, coaches, that are like coaches, D-Mills, like deep mills,
2: like, like yeah. fucking with deep mill junior uh, Oh, yeah. Mill
3: junior.
1: Yeah.
2: But it, just, he's awesome. actually, his name is Derek Millender junior. So, but I'm oh, the only one that, that ever called him junior. So he goes, oh. you know, nobody calls me that. I go, I call you that. I'm gonna call you what your mama call you and your mama call you <laughs> junior. <laughs>
1: Yeah. just I just want to make sure that people understand, even, you know, even our friendship with that, like Allie was there for the whole thing. She remembers us being crazy. Like you guys see the podcast. Allie doesn't see over there. It's like, how are we going to win? What's going on? This is so annoying. Channing's getting on my nerve. Like bronze being a little, you know, whiny baby, you know, Kevin won't stop <laughs> fucking crying. About, like, like she's there for the whole thing. So I think for people When you recognize a championship, a lot of times the players and sometimes the coaches get recognition, but it's a whole training staff, equipment staff, the whole crew becomes a little fucking family.
2: Because everyone got to be on the same page,
1: you know? Go ahead. Yeah.
3: And it all has a part in why Road Trippin' is where it's at. I love when we start the episodes like this. Um, So if anyone is joining Road Trippin' as a viewer or listener for the first time, this is it. Welcome. Uh, It's Richard Jefferson, Channing Fry. I am Allie Clifton, um, but I think to kind of tie it all together, um, I love that this naturally just happened. We had some fan mail um, oh, delivered to us earlier toy, this week, toy, toy. and um, we're just going to take a minute. This isn't to brag or boast. Maybe it is. Um, just kidding. In a sense, this is more so just a continued shout out to our listeners and our viewers who have been with us since day one of 2017 and those that are coming on board throughout Um, we love you. We hear you. We see you. And we got this, um, this week. So we're just going to read it. They addressed it. Dear RJ Channing and Allie. I love dears. Uh, I just wanted to reach out and let you know how much I've enjoyed your podcast over the years. I've been a fan since college when I found myself turning to your episodes as a way to relax and have a good laugh. It got me through some tough times and long road trips. Even it's been so great listening to RJ Channing and Allie jokes and interviews, and it's crazy to see how much the podcast has grown and inspired other NBA players and athletes to start their own podcasts and own their voices. When I first started listening to Road Trippin' in 2017, I had only a basic understanding of the NBA and didn't even know about Richard's career with the Nets. I still find myself being like, wow, you scored that many points? Uh, Or Channing's impact, just kidding, on the league as a stretch five. But through listening to your pod, I've learned so much and become a huge fan of the game. It's been cool to see Richard commentating on NBA games and being TikTok famous, Channing joining the Twitter media wine space, and Allie killing it with Spectrum in the Lakers. Overall, Road Trip in has been a big part of my life for the past six years. And I just want to let you know how much I appreciate everything you do. If it's not too much trouble, I'd love if you could send me some stickers or merch so I can show my support for the podcast. Thanks again for everything. Best, Matthew Zhang. Sorry if I butchered your last name, Matthew. Um, that Matthew! meant a lot to us.
1: What's Is up? Zhang. Zhang, like, no we're i don't know
3: no. standard standard of what you've got over the last 230 plus episodes oh, we geez. appreciate it matthew we appreciate everyone um to that point we're actually um starting to work on our merchandise if you will opening up a road trip and store so stay tuned for that we're really excited talking about different and, fun and things
1: because that can you've go been such that. a big fan channing's gonna send you a barrel of wine not a case, like a barrel.
2: Do you know how much a barrel of wine costs? That's 50 <laughs> cases. <laughs> Yo, listen, don't get me started, Bob. I was just on the line talking about vineyard managers. Yeah, I do I'm this. Guys. <sighs> tell,
1: us, tell us tell us, the the reward for Matthew. Oh,
2: man. You know what, Matthew? <laughs> Richard's going to send you a... Uh, a video, a personalized video, telling you his appreciation.
1: I'm doing it right now. That's and actually new.
2: Allie's going to give you a link to her to her OnlyFans for her OnlyFeet fans page. Only fans.
3: <laughs> You're welcome. Um, yeah. But with that said, continue to send in questions, comments, all your thoughts. We'll take them all in. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, you what? can hit us up on Twitter, on Instagram at Road Tripping. We've got that number. I believe it's six five seven five. Call RT. Um, give it all to us. So that is our moment with the fans that we, uh, certainly appreciate and love very
1: much. Matthew, you Guys. Too. I was saying, if no one listened, we would not do this. So thank I you. Like, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank yeah. you. Literally, thank, thank you. you, We get to do this where I now get to talk to my people once a week and talk about basketball and make fun of each other and like watch Channing digging in his nose.
2: <laughs> Just trying to make sure I don't got no boogers.
1: Clean his nails with scissors. No big deal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: Somebody said, hey, we're going to call you Hygiene Edgerson from now on. <laughs>
3: <laughs> What's like, your epiphany, Channing?
2: As much as we think basketball is about uh, three-pointers and no defense, I have realized that basketball right now is more about the big men than it ever has been ever in the history of basketball.
1: Okay. I can see And that. why I say Elaborate. that is – Ever. In I history, was watching <coughs> in the history. Now
2: there <clears throat> was a lot of big, just the, saying. The, to be able to score or shoot the ball, the way that players are shooting at this rate. If you don't have a big man that goes downhill, that is a run, stop and lob guy. You cannot not run an offense. If you don't have a guy Unless you have Giannis, or unless you have Joel Embiid or Jokic, but those These guys are, are also people role guys,
1: those guys are also
2: roll lob threats. They just are multi skilled. When I when I'm looking at some of the teams that have gotten passed by this year or teams that are not good, they don't have that threat. So, for instance, and I know it's not that I hate the Warriors, but Kevon Looney does is not that threat anymore. And they thought that James Wiseman, they they got James Wiseman, but James Wiseman, oh, that hurt. Um, <laughs> and they don't have JaVale McGee. They don't have JaVale McGee. And they don't have JaVale McGee. But look, if you look at the top five teams in each conference, each one of them, think about Nick Claxton. Think about what Nick Claxton does for the Nets that allows them to run a screen and roll and then to, to collapse the defense and they kick out. Think about the Boston Celtics. Think about the... The Bucks, right? With Giannis. Think about Denver. Think about Phoenix when they have Booker and DeAndre Aiden. Think about all these teams. How important. Think about Sacramento. Like how much better they are because they have Sabonis that rolls to the hoop, can catch the ball, make a decision, and kick out to shooters. Like okay. what I've realized is that the big men in today's game are so vitally important. And people think, oh, it's just about shooting threes. But if you're not getting layups, you're just chucking up shots. And I was watching Portland last night, and I was like, they got nobody. No offense to Nurk or what he's doing, right, because he's been rebounding the shit out of the ball. But he's not a a rim roller. He's not a roll threat. And they have no size. And think about Golden State. They don't have no size. It's hard for them to win when you take 10 possessions and you're jacking up threes.
1: Well, Golden State's defense and Golden State's defense – they just aren't playing good defense. So their offense isn't necessarily the problem. Like they're, they will, they're Richard. Like- if you're getting a layup, it allows your defense and Phoenix. We were taught
2: if we get a layup, regardless of how bad our defense is, you can set up your defense. That gives you a 10% more chance to make the right play. If you're mm-hmm. jacking jacking up threes within a movement on defense or on offense, if something goes wrong, you're in transition defense, which is almost impossible to guard in today's game. So teams that are getting layups, right, with four people back, somebody has to take the ball out and most of these teams aren't like grabbing it out of the net and throwing it down and running it down your throat. Like, these teams are a little bit more methodical, especially after a score. So I'm pretty interested to see how this plays out um, as the season goes by. But I was watching like Portland, like, how are y'all not winning right now? Big, and Cleveland bigs are kept important. getting bigs are dude, important. they ran bigs the first important. seven plays of the game. Cleveland ran a screen and roll. Either Jared Allen or Evan Mobley got it and just lobbed it to the other one. Just like this. Bloop. Dunk, 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 dunk. Seven straight dunks. You see and what Aaron Gordon's doing?
1: Like, you see what Aaron Gordon's doing? Aaron Gordon is the roll threat. He, he is, is the roll threat. threat for their
2: team. Yeah. Dunks. Dunks. He's second dunks. in the league in dunks. Do you know dunks. that stat? It's crazy. Yes.
1: yes. Aaron, Aaron Gordon seven is second dunks in the on league in He had seven on <laughs> Christmas Day.
2: <laughs> From what? All he was just like, you know what? I'm just going to go this way. Instead this thing here, you. I'm going to go
1: that way. That that looks like me back in 03. The only thing I would get points on was dunks. Dunks and layups. I couldn't shoot a you three. You trash 03. I was not trash in 03. I started for a team that went to the NBA Finals. Fuck you. Because they didn't have anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's... <laughs> you are
3: <laughs> that was literally like only, a yo
1: mama joke only your, um, <laughs> only your friend can be like you started for a team that went to the finals you suck right? you're yeah. trash Garbage. Uh,
3: it's funny that you bring up that conversation because I was um, uh, before this podcast looking up this day in history hmm. and how ironic is this that you literally start the conversation with that Channing Do you know back in 1962 on this January 13th?
2: Richard was 12.
3: Wilt Chamberlain (laughs) scored 73 points against the Warriors. At that time, you guys, it was the highest single game points put up by a player in regulation. Now it's the third highest, obviously. Uh, But less than two months later, seven foot one. Is that Wilt? Seven foot one?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Put up 100. Well, he his hundred
3: point game after came after scoring seventy three.
1: That was a year he averaged fifty. Now, make no mistake. Do you guys know? Okay, when they say who's the greatest scorer of all time, like there that that conversation is not really had, right? Like, obviously, the like for a reason, Richard.
2: Richard and I'll let you go. Robert, the, Demo the
1: greatest scorer of all time is Will Chamber. Uh, make no mistake. Like, there uh, is nobody me. that will ever dominate anything ever. Excuse me, Jenny. Will Chamberlain is that, nice he's rubbing his nose in it. <laughs> um no, no no will chamberlain is that dude he's the greatest scorer yes, of yes. all time everybody else is is oh well take you jordan he couldn't shoot like man this game ain't about you don't get points for creativity here right who can put the ball in the basket the best for the longest like that's all it's about yeah you know, speaking what? of
3: jordan i'll let you crush this channing in a moment that topic but speaking of him do you know what he did on this day in history
2: what uh Michael Jordan, I don't know.
3: Announced his retirement for the second time. Oh, um. Anyways, oh. go on, Channing.
2: So, sitting back with some of the the best players ever to play the game back at Turner, right? We always talk about the difference of like when you look back at those teams and you look at like today's players. Did you ever look at what his shooting percentage was? Who like will, no. will and some of them. What was it, was it? like? Seventy <laughs> percent. Like 40%. Really? So, like, when he was averaging 50 and 30 rebounds, yeah. his shooting percentage max was, like, 50 one year. So imagine somebody who never shoots outside the paint but never shoots 50%. Right? He's just throwing so the
1: ball up and go getting it.
2: He's throwing the ball up and going to get it. Like, the skill level of what they were doing, he was a freak of nature. Now, no dis- the, 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 we're not saying disrespect. We're saying... And this is more of a case to like the players today. Think about like Jokic and KD and Giannis that are shooting like 60% total of their shots. And they're averaging like 30. Think about somebody at that point, but Jokic shoots threes and B shoots threes. Oh, anyways. But yeah, he was not shooting a high percentage for somebody that never
1: shot outside the paint. He Uh-oh. was just like, and make, okay, and, Emily, and make no mistake. I, 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 am in the scene in trouble. I'm not yep. saying Will Get great, him. but the players have gotten better. Players have gotten better, but like, I wonder what JaVale McGee today could do oh, if you God. put him
2: back in the '60s. what, like, what could JaVale, JaVale McGee do if you put him listen, in the Yo, what would it be like JaVale? They would have commercials for him. Gatorade would have been like.
1: Obviously, he's better than Will Chamberlain. I'm not going to say anything. No, like we're that. not saying that. Say, I'm not disrespecting. I'm saying what could a player do if you do oh. like even like like even now I am old you put me in a high school game I might I might be able to do some things you what, what, what is that
3: even what are you even saying with that though what you I'm put me is, in a high school what, game I, I could do I, things.
1: what I'm helping you out is that the level of competition changes right like what I'm saying is that Javel McGee is a 7 footer probably similar athleticism to Wilt but I would say that Javel McGee like you know, his skill level. His athleticism, the same as athleticism? A- athleticism, all right? There, like, I'm a, sorry. There's what's a T, Richard. To say? There's a the T. Use the yeah, yeah. sound. And English people that, in England and Jamaica and Canada, everybody has a different fucking tone. Like, don't Continue be Continue with your thought. You're from
2: Arizona, Richard.
1: Shut yeah. up. are yeah. Glendale. <laughs> okay. Where
3: Continue you with from? your thought. You were really going my, on a great path. My thought was...
1: That I, that's the curious now. Oh, not if LeBron James played in the sixties. No, that's not what I'm talking about. If you put a very athletic seven footer from today with his skill set and his game, if you were to put him in the sixties, that's where I was like, I wonder if JaVale McGee would be a 32 and 15 guy. I wonder. (laughs) You know,
3: it's a great point. Um, Channing, I know you were at the Blazers game last night, so you probably didn't catch. Maybe you've seen some highlights, but given your night out with the Cavs, probably not. Um, Rich, I know that you did see it, but overall. I did see uh, the, Let's start. You about
2: the Lakers? Did you? Game? The Lakers, yeah. I, yeah. I just want to make half, sure you saw I uh, Went to the bar <laughs> with Ted. Amazing. <laughs> watched okay. watched the rest of the games.
3: Okay. So you guys saw how that one ended. Obviously they were down by as many as 19. The crazy thing that big game said on our post game show that I guess I wasn't paying attention so much. It was more so about the run for the Lakers was that Luca didn't score in the fourth. Mm -hmm. They held him scoreless for 11 minutes and 54 seconds until he hit the one and only shot that mattered um, at that time. So
2: basically y'all didn't do shit.
3: That's not, (laughs) that's not a fact. Um, the Lakers have won six of nine. They've won five nice. of seven without AD. They're eight and nine on the season without Anthony Davis. Um, what What are you seeing from the Lakers as of late? Rich, I kind of had that moment with you. I thought that they were going to win that game last night, and that was before – I think
1: that was in the third quarter. What, what did I say? Um, what did I say? You were like, it's going to be nice to win that game. I was like, oh, they're not going to win this game. They're like well, – because <laughs> it was like a five-point game. And then she's like – she's she's telling me. She goes, okay, they, they've cut it to two. I'm like, they're not going to win this game. She was like, they, the Lakers have just taken the lead. And I was like, Allie, they're not going to win this game. <laughs> and this is what the part of the reason why I said it. And I was like, no disrespect. I would never take this player over disrespect this. Disrespect
2: the shit out of him, Rich. I said,
1: right now, Luka Doncic is the best player on the floor. I'm always going to take the best player on the floor. Now, I wouldn't take Luka in a playoff series versus Bron, but Luka at last night was the best player on the floor.
3: God, those two threes. Um, but when it comes to the Lakers, as of late, um, what What are you guys thinking of the Lakers? I don't feel like we talk about them too too much um, on here. Does this one loss reflect more of maybe uh, who they'll be down the stretch? Um Are you seeing great signs from them? Obviously, the trade deadline is coming up.
1: Let me start with How with this would you guys
3: one. kind of unpack the
1: Lakers? Let me start with this one. I think the Lakers are in a solid, striking spot. If they make a move and they start playing, you know, more consistent, you can't go five of seven, you know, win five of seven and lose four in a row. Like you can't mm-hmm. do that. Right. Like, that, that, that's not you got to yep. go eight out of ten. You lose two, three in a row. You know, or you lose two in a row. Then you win five out of six and then you lose you know two in a row. Then you go three out of four. Like that's how you can add. And at the end of the season, you're in a respectable spot. You keep going this in and out, kind of like with the Golden State Warriors. You could be the best team in the league at home if you're the worst team in the league on the road. They have the least amount of road wins in the conference, less than Houston. That's just disrespectful to the game of basketball with the amount of talent that they wheel out there on on most nights. Even with Steph missing the last month, they have less road wins than Houston. The Lakers are in a good spot. They're playing, like, what? Dallas is, a, the, the Lakers are in a good spot. They've won, they were five of seven, and Dallas is a top five playoff team, and they battled them to double overtime without Anthony Davis, right? Like, that, were, to me, yep. that, that. to me, that means, like, Luka, and, and Luka was forced to hit shots. Like, they were forced to answer, you know, those ga- those calls. The Lakers were in a, in a position, you know, they had a guy that could answer it. So, I think the Lakers are, are not a good team. They're not a contending team. They're not anything. Right. But I do believe that they're within striking distance if they make a move that they could they could be something. They're not a debacle. They're not a two and eight team like they started the season.
3: They're in the midst of a five game homestand. Obviously, they've got four more. It's a very critical stretch, though. We are here in January when it comes to being four games under 500. You talk about guys in and out of the lineup. You're still without Austin Reeves, Lonnie Walker, the fourth. Um, Pat Bev was out last night you talk about key rotation players and Anthony Davis though ramping up I I just find it to be obviously I'm a bit biased in terms of having covered them every single day Um, I think the the play in which they are putting out there as of late um, look there are a couple games out of that that six spot though they're an 11th that's how Thomas
2: Bryant stays healthy y'all better pray
3: because honestly to him Dude,
2: Dude shut up.
1: Like, no, have he, was athletic, he was playing well. Have he was playing noticed? well in Washington before he got hurt. Before he got hurt, Dude, he mm-hmm. was he was doing some really good things up there in Washington. Like athletic he, he strong. Is, yes. He is a reason why they have the
2: spacing. The, the Lakers, how is it that y'all are like six in scoring, 29th, and three pointers made? That's disgusting. You're not winning any game like that.
3: Like I mean the other not, night, because if you look at our players, though, and the way in which they attack, so much shoot. is on the break. It yeah. is a lot inside. You've got guys that are converting inside. To your point, Thomas Bryant, seventeen and ten over his last fourteen games, sixty six percent. They just put seventy one points up, sixty one percent for the game against Sacramento. Gabriel, it's, it's a part of their winion.
1: Yeah, I mean, he, he had a solid game. Like. But uh, these are the, like, but no, at, just, it's, its one solid game. We, you can't ask we, him we, to do that we, all based said, on his no, paycheck. So go That's not—we can't. No, Channy's Right? You can't ask him to do that consistently. <laughs> mm-hmm. right, listen, I, I remember when I was
2: getting the league minimum in Phoenix, and and, and one of the coaches came out to me and goes, "Channing, what? Why are you upset? Ah, coach, I didn't play that good." He goes, "I didn't expect you to." Like he goes, "Channing, <laughs> you're you're making X amount." He goes. If we have four games, I just need you to play good two and a half games. Good. Mm-hmm. Give me two and a half games. He goes, now Steve, Amari, Jason Richardson, that's three and three point seven five out of four. He goes, What we don't expect you to do that. You're not that's not who you are. Is that Give why me you were two and, and a half? That good is that why you
1: were like that during the playoffs? Is that why you were like that the Because Channing <laughs> yeah, was like, listen, hey, me, you, we make it minimum. Those motherfuckers (laughs) over there making $30 We got you here. Y'all finish it off. Don't look over here. You can't ask them to be special.
2: They're not. They're not special. They are great role players. The Lakers, unless you make, you have to get better skilled players. You can have the most athletic team of all time attacking the rim. Do you know how hard, you have a whole team of DeMar DeRozans. Like, okay, wonderful. You know how many twos it takes to keep up with a team that can shoot 10 threes, 12 threes, more or less 20 threes? Come on now. It's impossible.
3: Respect to your your philosophy, and I get it, and it makes 100% sense. I don't think they're asking Winnie and Gabriel, for example, to be this for 82 games, but he has to hold it down until you do become healthy. And I think right now they are stepping up to the plate. Case in point, Thomas Bryant. A stretch of 14 straight games, right? So having said that, that was just kind of my point there because – Oh, we're so adding bad. that to the, to the merchandise store. I'm actually not mad. I'm just mad. I don't have a drink. Um, all right. Moving on. Oklahoma city. What do you got on your heart, Channing? Throw I it like, out there.
2: No, no. I was High just Linux. saying, if we're going to talk about other boo-boo teams, might as well talk about the, the Oklahoma city. High no. Yeah.
3: Oh Lord. Okay. Lord. So we're not going to do that. I can I have, something? I have one thing.
1: Knicks fans. And I know there are no Knicks fans that listen to this podcast because you guys all hate me and I like because it. Of you. But if, <laughs> You are a person who knows a Knicks fan and hates me. You can send this to them. My question was this. Was Jalen Brunson, and I think he was, was he the best free agent pickup of the entire offseason? Take your time. Oh. I'd have to see the rest of them. Not trades. We're talking, see, don't, not trades. Not a, Just this offseason entirely. This offseason, did the Knicks make the best move in the free agent market. Without a doubt. I don't mm-hmm. think. Now Now here's. I'm going to preface this. Not that it was a big free agency market. It wasn't anything this. But at the end of the day. Can you point to the Knicks and say. They targeted a person. In free agency. They got their guy. And he has delivered. And he has improved their team. At the best level. Better than any other free agent. That they could have targeted. Or was available.
3: Donovan was a trade right? Yes. Yep. That was yep. a trade.
2: Jalen Brunson allows Julius Randle to be himself, right? Julius Randle by himself is a jalapeno pepper. You ain't just going to eat that. But if if you, like you get little slices and of it, over. it right, and then, then it, adds, it adds the right kind of spiciness. It's Like, no <laughs> offense, Julius Randle, as a player, and his style is not consistent enough to win games throughout a year. He did it once. That was a weird year. Congrats. You know, but we saw what happened in the playoffs. What Jalen Brunson does is take a a, a, a medium talent team and gives them the ability to be better every single night Uh because he's making the right decision 99% of the time. Julius is going, here, let's run a play for him. So Julius doesn't have to just dribble the ball up, do his moves, and then go try to get fouled They'll run a play so that the ball moves, people are touching it, and then he gets the ball. Or it's like, hey, y'all need me to score? I can score. You need me to get in the the free throw line? I could do that. Like, Jalen Brunson plays basketball the right way. Now, what's going to happen during the playoffs? What I think,
1: he's really good defensively.
2: yeah, I, let's I, talk about the regular
1: saying, season. We'll talk about the regular season. No, no, no. I'm just saying. I know. I'm just saying. I don't think that Jalen Brun like. I'm not trying to say the Knicks are going to make a run. I'm not. I'm not saying that they're doing. anything. I think they're a much better team, playoff team. Good for them. Especially they had a. They made a good run, playoff team. They had a next year where they struggled. They addressed area that they thought that could get them back into a respectable place of like being a playoff team, and they did that. And I was just looking back, and I was like, I can't think of a better free agent pickup. All. Like you know, off season, all off season, and that not many times you say that about the Knicks, and so I'm giving the the Dallas Mavericks
2: need to go find somebody that Luca can trust, like they trusted Jalen, but bigger. I don't know who that is, but what about Christian Wood? Are you
3: liking Christian Wood? Christian Wood.
1: Christian was good but he he's good yeah, I don't trust him to night. make plays he's oh a third God. he needs to be your third guy yeah. he needs to be a third guy
2: if you need you, a ball handler dude Luca does too much he does so much you're like dog like try, sometimes you if gotta even
1: have, don't have other guys that handle the ball they need, they don't they they have, need to bring they like pick, another dog in. in there what they do they, they need to bring f- a dog in f- there Luca's so different, man, that they're gonna find somebody. <sighs> somebody wants to go play with him. He's so different. Like, even then, to not and like to not score a bucket, to not be stressed, to not be in foul trouble, to just kind of play in the game and being held quiet for that entire time. He hadn't shot, he hadn't, he hadn't made a bucket. And you put the ball in his hands with 30 seconds ago, and like, dude, we need a three to tie this game. Say, so, I got you. Knocks it down. He's Speaking- like, all right. Well,
3: Speaking of me, the me. foul trouble, can we talk about how long he w- he played with five fouls? Yes. But still, like, was the reason why they won, like...
1: But also, but also the league league is, the league is not the same. Like you used to be able to target dudes with four or five fouls. I used to target them. You used to waste two or three possessions, just going at someone, even if you scored a turnover, even, even if you wasted those possessions, because the value of that foul was so great. You used to target it. We don't do that in the league anymore. I I'm not a coach, but if I was a coach, that's such a valuable tool that the league has gone away with. If someone got their second foul and the coach, like in the coach, kept him in, we're going to drop him. We're going to go. It used to be drop three, drop four. You remember that Channing? That just meant no, like, post up yes. the wing. you go play one-on-one against him. Cause it was a wing heavy. It was, it was Latrell flea rail, Katina Mobley, Alan Houston, Splywell. um, Uh, Ray Allen, Kobe Bryant, T-Mac, it was wing heavy. So if one of them got in foul trouble, you would just get to go play one-on-one. Let's see, is he going to play good enough defense and risk a third foul? Because the coach would then take him out. They're like, dude, if they're going to keep targeting him, he's not going to play, try and block it. Because if you get the point, because he's not playing good defense or he's in, in risk of getting a third foul. So even if you don't score for three possessions, the value that you can get there is so important and teams just don't do it. And I just, Lucas should have never been in that game with that long with five fouls. I would have been, I would have posted them up every single time with our best close player.
3: Hey Road Trippin, our next partner has a product we're personally using every day. We're all taking athletic greens because we want more energy, better immune systems. And we all got tired of taking pills and vitamins. Want to see what the hype is all about? It's obvious, every scoop of AG1 tastes great and helps us to feel our best in the morning. We have the peace of mind knowing that we're beginning every day with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, and even probiotics. Right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day, that's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your own health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs. With your first purchase, all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash roadtrippin, take ownership over your health, and pick up the ultimate daily nutrition insurance today. Again, go to athleticgreens.com slash roadtrippin. Get started today. Hey road trippers! let's all make those New Year's resolutions a reality. It's time to start thinking about changing your habits and really focusing on your overall health. But you don't have to make huge unsustainable changes by following strict or trendy fad diets. Start 2023 off right by switching out one meal a day to Huel, that's Huel, H-U-E-L. With Huel, you'll be at ease knowing you're getting all the nutrients you need in that one quick meal, beginning with one small sustainable change. You'll drastically increase your chances of success. Start a habit you can stick to. Huel has easy calorie controlled portions, so you'll know exactly what you're putting into your body. Every Huel meal is made from natural ingredients, and the vitamins give it 160 different health benefits. Plus, Huel is super convenient. It only takes 30 seconds to shake up your meal, then you can take it with you anywhere. Complete nutrition in under a minute. What's better than that? And you don't have to think about how healthy it is. Huel They've done all the work for you. So get started by using Huel.com slash Trippin' today. Stick to your New Year's resolutions of living a healthier lifestyle. they will even throw in a free t-shirt and shaker with your first order. That's Huel, H-U-E-L.com slash roadtrippin. I have an interesting question for you guys. It was an analogy that was brought up um, on our crew last night after Troy Brown Jr. shot that three and he gets the slap on the hand right but the defender runs past him if you see That's the the replay he didn't it's run over him but he runs past him okay it's a foul right the analogy that was made is because that is no longer a foul correct That's you can foul. you can hit the hand in the air but as long as there's no body contact arm contact correct in today's it is no longer you can get a foul a high five
1: yes Wrist, okay no, you can get so, a high five even if it's this way even if it's a side high five even if it's a side high five. So if you're coming from this way, not a foul, not okay. a foul, not a foul. This so, foul.
3: We all came out of the womb shooting a basketball into the air, right? So we've done it for so long. The analogy that was made last night was say you are a golfer, Channing, you golf, you, you've swung a club, Rich, and someone comes up to you. You're getting ready to swing the club and someone comes up to you as you, as you are about to make contact with the ball and they take the club out of your hand. Or they knock you in the back. You don't think that that's going to change the trajectory of where that ball goes or what happens with your swing. So you're saying that when you're hit, you're hit right here, that that doesn't
1: affect your shot. But if you're hit right there, the ball is still in your hand. But the ball is still in your hand, if the ball is still in your hand, like releasing, which it's not, if it's not, then the ball's already been released. If the ball's already been released, what are we talking? If the ball is out of your hand, one one million and I hit you there, if the ball's out of your hand, it doesn't affect the shot. It doesn't affect the shot. If the ball is in your hand and I do that, it will affect the shot. But a high five is still a high five. So even the finishing of the wrist, if the ball is gone and you get hit here in the finish of your wrist, the ball's gone. I struggle with that because we are taught beef at a very small age. Alan's eyes,
3: elbows follow through. I, That's I struggle with that. That's a foul. You talk to get the cookie. Yes, it's a foul, is my point. Yes. No, no,
1: wrist is a foul. Wrist is a foul. Wrist is a foul. Hand, <laughs> hand, hand is a high five. We're going to agree to disagree on this one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> because you can, you
2: can, can the, hit the, the ball. People used to touch my hand all the time. Wrist. The minute my, the ball is out of my hands, the minute the ball is out of my hands, you could do whatever you want to my hand. People used to push my whole arm back. But the ball was already gone.
3: So You're trying to tell me that if you haven't finished your follow-through, you wouldn't be pissed off.
2: I was pissed off every time. They never called a foul, Ali. I'm telling you. (laughs) It's (laughs) not a foul. It's
1: not a foul. The ball is gone. gone. The ball is gone. Should be a foul. They don't care about that. They don't care about (laughs) you finishing your spot. They care about you finishing your landing. That's the only thing. But that's
3: a foul after the ball's already out?
1: Yes, because it's it's safety reasons. reasons. It's safety reasons. That's why the referees. Again, I learned this that when they're watching a person go up and shoot, they look up at wrist, down at landing. That's what they do. Up at wrist. What are we doing, Channing? What's wrong? (laughs) No, up at wrist, guard. down at landing. That's why. That's what I'm just telling you. So they care about, they don't care about the wrist. I mean, they don't care about the hand. Yeah. They don't They care about the wrist. If there's nothing there, the next thing they do is look at the landing. That's why I said it was a foul because he he hit him, even though the ball is gone, even though he didn't hit his arm, he clipped him on his way down. That's a foul 100% of the time.
3: Uh, okay. I feel like, but you guys think it should be a foul?
1: Yes, someone yes because if I'm shooting a shot, I feel like I'm going to get taken out. Now I yeah. can't even follow through. So if we're I saying the off, same thing. I feel like you're under- saying the same
2: thing, Jenny from the block.
1: Yeah. yeah. If, if, if I feel like I'm going to land on your feet because you're underneath me, I can't shoot my normal shot. That's a fact. Yeah.
3: Okay. That's, why that's I was heated and I'm no, heated in my Jenny you. from the block. Mink. Um, okay. So let's go from the offensive player to the defensive side of the basketball. Brooke Lopez. He's flying up the list, you guys, for contenders of Defensive Player of the Year. He turns 35 April 1st. He's currently second to Jaron Jackson Jr., according to today's Vegas odds. He leads the league in blocks, 101, has a shot contest rate that's significantly higher than anyone in the league. And Giannis spoke up the way that Lopez has been playing. He's definitely the league's best defender and worthy of the award.
1: I don't think Darren Jackson Jr., I, I, I got to check on how many, hold on, let me see, I want to see how many games he's played. because
3: Oh, that he possibly hasn't played enough to qualify?
1: Not to qualify, but I know that I know what Brooke Lopez has been doing. Uh, I, you know what? Okay, give him the award. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, what? It's impressive. You're playing on a winning team.
1: So he's, yeah, he's playing on a winning
2: games. team. He's blocking. They have the right scheme for it. He's being aggressive. You know, Brooke is. This is what's f- fucked up about Brooke Lopez is like people forgot this dude averaged twenty five for a whole season and was unstoppable. Was an all star like center. Was one of the best centers in the league. And just goes. Eh, I just want to shoot threes now.
1: Okay. <laughs> and just goes. It, eh, really, I, I just want to shoot threes now. So he's played in. Um, he's played in twenty five of their. Uh, Forty one uh, forty games. He's been doing great. Brooke Lopez currently, right now, to me, if the vote was going on, but should get defensive player of the year. Cause the way that man's been balling, he was beating like beating up everybody's shots. Yeah, but is that just basketball anymore? Like no, but we, is he just a Rudy like he- Gobert? No, he's not Rudy Gobert because he can stretch the floor and allow Giannis to be the driver and then the this big... This is defense, Richard. We're talking no, about a defensive player I'm not
2: on the Is floor. he better than Mikhail Bridges?
1: Yes. I think he's having Defensively? more... Defensively? Yes. Brooke Lopez, like, he is... You get past Giannis, right? If Giannis is guarding Kevin Durant, you get past Giannis, then Brooke Lopez is blocking shots. Now, mind you,
2: Giannis is a defensive player of the year, so... Agreed. But it, I'm like,
1: saying, though, like... Brooke Lopez. What are you is saying? Your defense, Brook Lopez. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm just playing devil's right advocate. Now. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I just think he's been he's been the most impressive defensive player this year. I'm not saying better. Um, like is somebody yeah. better impressive. offensively or MVP? Like like Jokic has never been the best player on the planet, and he's on pace for three straight MVPs. And at no point in time would anybody say he's the best player on the planet.
2: I mean, he is by far the best player on the planet. It's almost not even
1: close. Who? Giannis. Jokic. No, Jokic. you're wrong. No, 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 Jokic is not the best player on the planet. Dive
3: in. Dive in, and I want Channing to go first. Are you
2: – there is no other player in the NBA that is top five in every statistical category, blocks and there's and no other players blocks, steals, that makes blocks, his steals? team – what are you blocks, say? Are
1: blocks and steals often are, are categories, or are you just saying offensively?
2: Uh, I would say offensively. So like rebounds, okay. assists, and and yeah, yeah, yeah. points. Continue. There's no other player that makes his team that much better. Okay. It, it just in all facets of the game. His skill set is the the most is the cleanest skill set in the NBA beautiful. at it's an elite beautiful. level. It's beautiful. it's beautiful. At his it's size, beautiful. he can for a guy to get five shots. Not complain about his shots and dominate a game. There's no other player that he can just pick, pick MV- his shots. He gets to pick his shots. Yeah, but think about this. Most players, if we were going to say an MVP, the his five shot game was more impressive to me because I watched the whole game of how he do- he dominated the game by just going, "Oh, y'all want me to pass now? Here you go, bloop 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 bloop," and just played the game the right way. There was no oh. I I need to score more to help. Like, I want to get my points up. He was like, oh, y'all give me this? I'll take that. Y'all want to give me this? I'll take that. That, to me, is a sign of wild dominance that I don't know I've seen. You can't name me a time where uh, Giannis or uh, KD or uh, uh,
1: Jason Tatum would take five shots and be able to dominate a game. That's well, that's fair that like but what I'm saying is that that unique yeah. ability just because someone has that ability doesn't mean now I really quickly I'm gonna I, again just to we're gonna look I want to look at uh, Giannis's last few games um, yep. like he had their
3: comparisons are insane
1: 44 and 22 50, 43 and 20 55 10 and 7 30 mm-hmm. 21 and 10 right now last game he was terrible three of 10, seven points. I feel like our guy's getting a little tired, but had 18 rebounds and 10 assists. So now when we start looking at his assist, now this is my thing. Everything that you said about, about Jokic is 100% true. right? But we're talking about the best basketball player on the planet, the most dominant yes. player on the planet, right? Giannis is not as impressive offensively, even though it's close but defensively what Giannis also brings to the true. table is not even remotely close. Totally, that's not that a, is true. I have to say that Jokic is a bad defender. I'm not saying that, people. What he's I'm not on Giannis's level. He's an average defender, a average to slightly above average because of his IQ. Like, you're not going to just be able to target him. But at no point in time will he ever dominate a game defensively. Giannis dominates games defensively, and he is on par offensively, with Jokic, even though I would give Jokic the edge because of the things that he does. So using that, I'm gonna ask you this one more question. Who is the best basketball player on the planet? Jokic. You're out of your fucking mind. That loss that, isn't even mathing. Put 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 Jokic
2: on the, the 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 amount of you can you don't even need plays when you have Jokic. You have to have a specific team to play with Giannis. Now, this is – we're not knocking – we are breaking straws, right? Little straws or whatever that term is. The game
1: of basketball is two sides, Channing. Seven,
2: You're seven, about okay.
3: To that point, Rich, you asked Channing about stocks and – stocks. Steals and blocks. Stockton. Stocks. Steals and blocks, right? right. Jokic has – What does he have? On Tell the him season, out. Fifty-four steals. Yeah, to Giannis is twenty-eight. That T- Giannis is twenty-eight. Now this shit is weak. That's Giannis wild. edges the Joker by ten in blocks
2: uh-huh. because he's playing Re- with Aaron Gordon.
3: Rebounds, Giannis has one more assist. Oh, it's damn near triple for Jokic: oh, oh, three sixty-eight to one eighty-seven. Yeah, um, though a completely, I mean, when it comes what? to field goals attempted, Giannis has attempted seven twenty nine to five seventy eight for Jokic. Jokic has obviously a sixty two percent rate to a fifty two percent. You talk about usage there. Um, Jokic eight threes more. That's it. Made no, it can't be eight with less attempts.
1: Wait, 33
3: wait. of 88 to 25 of 102 for Giannis. Really?
1: Yeah. Jokic doesn't shoot a lot of threes or just, all he paper. doesn't shoot a
3: lot of threes. Yeah. I'm just giving you some comparisons. Here's my question then for the both of you, because at the end of the day, when you talk about best player on the planet, that obviously translates to winning, right? Yeah. yeah. If you were to have a seven game series, who, who are you, who would you want?
1: Ooh, in a seven-game series. Healthy. Milwaukee is healthy. That's different. Milwaukee would motherfucking whoop Denver's tail. <laughs> what? If Milwaukee was healthy? No, nah, you're out of your if, mind, bro. If
2: if was a fifth and we all be drunk, listen. Ain't <laughs> no, are, no. They're not healthy.
1: What, what mean, I'm saying well, is you said they're not healthy. Team, you said, but you, they have the same record. They have the same record. And we're okay, fair.
3: And
2: you've got we Denver and Milwaukee in these teams. We saw what happened but to I'm Milwaukee last year. We saw what you happened get to Milwaukee last year. You get Seven to create games.
3: a team around these two individuals. Yeah. Who do you want? Who are you who are do. you Dude, picking?
1: That's a they're, hard choice, Allie. You no, can't go yeah, wrong. The, I'm, taking the, I'm taking Jokic. I'm taking Jokic. I would we, for Channing and I, like so we had a, a thing. We were like, who is who is who is the most fun player to watch between the two? Hypothetically. Oh, but if you're a fan, it's Giannis, right? Who is the best playmaker of the two? It's Jokic. Okay. Who is the person that you would want to play with the most? Oh,
3: it's
2: Jokic. Jokic.
1: Jokic. Jokic. But yeah, like that's not a disrespect. It's like, do you, right. you know? Do you want to play with LeBron or do you want to play with Kobe? Well, LeBron's gonna pass him the ball a fuck <laughs> ton of more than like Kobe, than Kobe He's is. Take five shots in a game. A two-time yeah, I, MVP takes five saying, shots. Saying, so, so. I, I don't. I don't describe someone's dominance by do you want to play with them. Right. Like that's, that's do you want a to who I didn't ask
3: who you wanted to play with? I'm okay. saying, who are you taking?
1: I am taking as I a am, GM because this is for my, I thing. would take I,
2: Jokic because I, I could I, put anybody with him. Here's on why
1: offensive end, on the offensive end, you could put anybody with him and he will make them better. Defensively, there is a reason why he's needed. And again, every player needs something. I just think that defensively, you will have. If you build around Giannis, it is much easier to build a top five, top 10 defense. And around him, it is much easier because he's very similar to Braun and he's a willing passer, gets multiple triple doubles, that it's easy to have a dominant player on the defensive end, on the offensive end, that is also a very, very willing passer for a superstar. Now, for everyone listening,
2: I absolutely love Giannis. Yav, yav, so yav. we are. <laughs> yav, what's yav? I A I a Yub.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So don't think that I am, we are bashing either one. I oh, took a stance. Me, you,
1: you, you <laughs>
2: I am not bashing him. I would, I'll if you. you gave me Giannis, I would be happy. We are, we are slicing Tell up. your jokes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to me, it is easier to find defensive players that I can, that Jokic can make better rather than finding offensive players that need to be good defensively. Like Giannis didn't win until they surrounded him with Drew Holiday, uh, Bobby Portis, you know, Big Big Lopez. uh,
1: Yeah, Jamal Murray's all all star, all star player. He's also got uh, Aaron Gordon. Jamal Murray is
2: actually not an all star, by the way.
1: But I'm saying he's an all star caliber player. Before he obviously not.
2: No, he's not. He's never been an all star, so he's not an all star caliber player, Richard.
1: That's just fuck. No, come on! Don't do that. Don't, don't, don't just disagree. Just be a dick. I'm not disagreeing. It doesn't Jamal make Murray, sense. Jamal so, Murray went to the conference. All player Jamal, 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 Jamal too. Jamal Jamal Murray went to went to the bubble and was getting fifty balls and led a team to the conference finals. Before that doesn't Jimmy mean okay. So so did T.J. Warren. Is he an all star player? He, 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 so did T.J. Warren. T.J. Warren. T.J. Warren. Conference finals. In the bubble, best player in the bubble. It's second best player in the bubble. Like. Okay, really, TJ Warren at 50 <laughs> Now, TJ okay, Warren, now I'm, arguing. I'm arguing. Now you're arguing. Let's unpack it. If I'm, you
3: put if you put a jalapeno and a habanero in a skillet,
1: yeah, <laughs> this I'm is where on. we are right now. <laughs> 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 Jamal Murray, Jamal Murray, he is a all-star is a caliber Wall- player. is a Drew Holiday-like Holla- type player. I, I'm saying this mm-hmm. when Jamal Murray, bitch, you're, Jamal Murray missed an entire season <laughs> because of an ACL. Jamal Murray, had Jamal 50-50. Murray, and Drew Holiday are not comparable, big guy. I'm just, if Jamal Murray at his peak, he is still recovering from a knee injury. This is he's 30 games into a season. Prior okay. to this, if we are referencing Jamal Murray's ascension from a top 10 pick to an 18-point-a-game score, their team went to the postseason every year. He starts going for 50 points in the bubble. And then he they, two 3 1 comebacks and goes to the conference finals. As the second-best player on a team. Right. We was not. And Jokic was not MVP Jokic yet. So that meant Jamal Murray had more responsibility. So if I'm going to say that Jamal Murray by the end of this season or next season is a Drew Holiday quality player, that's true, right? Aaron Gordon, what he is doing, top 10 pick, everyone knows, gets out of Orlando and every year has been ascending. Right, every year he's got better, especially with Jokic. That's all I'm saying. We can't say that Jokic has nobody, and they had to go get Drew and then Chris Middleton. Yes, every player needs somebody. Let's not say like Jokic has no, and they got Michael Porter Jr. also, who's a six foot ten fucking ratchet. Like Richard, a ratchet, that man, that man, the Duke, and (laughs) he'd be shooting shoots like you.
2: No, no, no. Shit, my shit was absolute flamethrower. It's is medium lighter right now. Ooh. I'm joking. I'm joking, Michael That was a fun job.
3: conversation. What? I still don't know if we figured out who is the better player in it's, the world. It's,
1: it's <laughs> the best player in the world is, is Jokic. Jokic is about to be a three-time MVP if he maintains this season, but he's not the best player in the world. He's not the best. That doesn't player. make any sense. Well, yeah.
3: We're going to agree to disagree. Is how that conversation Please. just went, which is always fun. Let's end on this topic before we hit some fun ones really Remember quick to LeBron wrap LeBron this episode
1: up. First round? Remember when LeBron never lost in the first round until he lost to the Suns? When you are the most dominant player in the world, the best player in the world. How did the Bucks do last year without Chris Milton? Middleton. They, lost the Middleton. <laughs> they lost in the second <laughs> round. But in yeah. <laughs> to the team that went to the NBA Finals. So, a loss is a loss. Catch that L.
2: Anyways, let's okay. go. Jenny let's from the block.
3: In the East, speaking of, which we were not, oh God, but we're going there.
2: Have we not what? mentioned that Allie no. is wearing a chinchilla Jordan jacket?
3: It's in honor of all the minks that are running rampant in my hometown, or were 10,000 really? of them. What? Yeah, they were released, and just go <laughs> Google it. It was on the Today Show. Hoda couldn't even keep it. Like somebody, a straight face, so she was somebody laughing. Somebody
1: broke into a facility and released a bunch of minks that ten thousand. They're
3: just minks.
2: running around your.
3: They were running around, but yeah, they, they caught. They them. were just running.
1: That's a lot of money. Those minks are. They caught.
3: I think there was like a couple thousand that they weren't able to catch. They caught the majority of them, but nonetheless, you'd be coming out of like Chiefs, the grocery store, and they'd just be like running
1: around the. You got a lot. grocery store named what? Chiefs. Racist. Whoa, 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 wait, wait, <laughs> wait! So now, real quickly, are mink minks? Are they native to? They're not native to. No. All of them. Where are they? Mm, I, don't don't know, so. I don't know. about mink. We
3: just have a mink farm. Yeah, there was a mink t- farm t- on t- the t- edge t- of town. minks,
2: kill rabbits, rats, dude. They're gonna destroy the that ecosystem. That's what minks about the are ecosystem. mean as shit. They're kind of cute. Are, are they worse
1: than uh, nutrias? Nutrias?
2: No, fuck nutrias. <laughs> fuck nutrias. They're disgusting. Also, have you ever seen the the mink the mink man? No. So like people in Utah this dude has a bunch of minks and if you look up on YouTube the mink man it's the places that are overrun with rats and he puts his mink in there and they eat they go kill a hundred different rats. It's crazy. You have to watch it. Please watch it after this. Mink man. Look it up on YouTube. Please. You're gonna be interested in it. Please. 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 Please man. Please.
1: (laughs) Please man. Please man. Is that from a movie? Uh I think so. Um
3: Okay, so let's wrap it up with this. As we record today, we're about three weeks away from the uh, February 9th trade deadline. Each of you give me a big-name player you'd like to see moved into what team?
1: LeBron James. and (laughs) 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 Hashtag
3: free LeBron. (laughs) You you did try and start that hashtag, Channing. I saw that. Stop it! I'm such a troll. I hate it. <laughs> Stop it! If people
2: take me so seriously, dude, I'm just uh, dying laughing, no, half drunk, right. like just fucking.
1: LeBron James to the uh, Warriors. Uh, Bradley Beal. Speaking of, speaking Bradley of oh Bradley up, oh Beal gosh. to Bradley Dallas Maccabi Tel Aviv, I want to experience playoffs
3: no, with David Blatt.
1: Is that where uh, David so, Blatt? Is-
3: he was, yes. but I'm not sure if he's still Tommy, I know I he was doing undergoing some health things um okay, so wait, Bradley Beal to Dallas.
1: I think that'll be great um I think he could be a good off the ball guy
2: for for uh um, without a doubt um I think Golden State needs like last year they had uh i i don't know uh I don't know his real name, but I call him balenciaga. what's his name Balenciaga.
3: we don't know, we don't say that name
2: no, just kidding
3: girl. Billy, bu- Billy,
2: what's his name? They need like a like Kelly Bealica? Olenek would be. Bielitsa. Yeah. <laughs> <Bealica. laughs> I always be like, hey man, I got Balenciaga over here.
1: <laughs> Yo, I never call oh, by his fuck. real name. <laughs> uh, Yo, you I, I kid you not. It took me a habit. Why we don't say the name? I'm like, why do we not say uh, Valencia's name? Like, it's like, oh yeah.
2: Like, okay, and two and like, fathers oh, over there. Yeah, they're yeah, terrible. Yeah. Listen, people. we ain't doing that. Listen, come yeah, over here. Terrible. Get listen, come get this strap. <laughs> Click, clack. Anyways, no, I'm sorry, my bad. I know the mean. And that I that do you have used. one.
1: To come around <laughs> here, you
3: have a strap. You have a strap.
1: <laughs> Alan, you're a pervert. How do you think he killed
2: me? You're a pervert, Allison. A pervert. We're talking about a handgun, Allie. You're a little nasty. You're a little nasty. It's ridiculous. Our viewers don't deserve you and your perverted thoughts. (laughs) They love it.
3: They love it. Okay, so then um, you said Bradley Beal to Dallas. I like that one. Rich, what about you? It's not LeBron James. Just stop it.
1: (laughs) It is. It is. No, what player would I like to see? (laughs) <laughs> shout out my guy jay crowder i'd like my guy jay crowder to be playing basketball <laughs> yeah, oh, that's, boss, yeah. Man. boss man like you know i love you bro you know i i've kept my opinions about what's going on because we haven't spoke you know which I, i'm i'm probably going to reach out so uh but what the fuck man i want my guy playing basketball because these these money is yes it is it, a thing especially for players in our position but also like time in your career you can never get back. You know, Channing had to take time off from from his career because of his heart and you know, that's a medical thing. But you know, who doesn't look back on I wonder what my numbers would look like. I wonder what I could have accomplished if I didn't have this 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 break here. And for Jay who could be helping a team Right. Who mm-hmm. should be should could be helping the team, the Phoenix Suns. Right. Because even then, even I don't know what the contract situation was. I don't know what it was, but it's like, you know, figure it out. Portland didn't offer Channing a qualifying offer. And he was like, all right, I'll take a minimum in the Phoenix and go make this bank show y'all, you know, mm-hmm. so that's the person that, you know, I, I hope can get playing this season. Cause I think he could help a lot of teams and that might be why the asking price is too high, but now we're 40 games into a season and our guy's healthy and he doesn't get to play basketball. That's shit, that shit. Lower
2: marketing to the Clippers would be interesting. That.
1: Oh, they need wow. A point guard. Clippers need a point guard. They don't need another. They need well, a playmaker. Conley, Conley and marketing for who? Who who do you want? <laughs> you can have anybody
2: <laughs> but these two. Listen, go, anybody but three. I want Big zoo back. No, BG mm, yeah. and Kawhi. Anybody else have at it? That's fair. Anybody else have at it? For me, if you got Mike that, Conley,
1: he's a good center. He's a very good great center. Very great good. center. Yeah. Just you a, get your garbage pail. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. Um, remember when the Lakers had him? <laughs>
2: Dude, and on I was that, there. Now. And they gave him away um, okay. for some lint and uh, two buttons.
3: <laughs> Stop it. Speaking of, Kyle Corver, guys, we're going to end the podcast on this. Did you guys see the latest news with Kyle Corver? And yeah, I only man. say speaking of because, Channing, you said lint and two buttons when he was traded for a copy machine or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, One yeah. of the famous lines. <laughs> um, we're going to end on this because Kyle Corver was a guest. He was a teammate of y'all's in 2017. Episode 9 and 10 It's so much fun. Um, It's such a good listen. It's way back in the archives. But the Hawks, per Adrian Wodronowski, here we are breaking news here with him, are finalizing a deal to make Kyle Korver an assistant GM. What? Uh, He spent the last several months as the franchise's director of player affairs and development. Obviously a 2015 all-star with Atlanta. I love this for Kyle Korver. Congratulations. I love Kyle Korver.
1: Great congrats. Shout out to him.
3: Um, When I actually responded to that tweet, um someone tweeted, Blaine Burnett tweeted back. Way to be in quotations, Kyle Corver. Way, to be. Way Ch- to be as told by Channing Fry. <laughs> uh, I forgot about that.
1: Yeah. Dude, that's so yeah, hey, out, man, he, yeah, you in Atlanta all the time. Reach out to Kyle. I Find out, out. Maybe trade, take me where to he's trade, Where he's gonna trade Trey Young. Oh
2: hey, I've been saying that. Uh, listen, don't <laughs> <laughs> Richard. They're not I've been saying that. I tried to t- but listen, I'm in there arguing need, with Hawks they fans. They need,
1: some, they need to get some vets around them. They need to get some vets around them. D- how many vets
2: are you going to get around them, Richard? I, they need You I have DeJounte do. Murray. The team That's not a
1: vet. No, okay. no, no, no. I don't mean I don't mean that type of vet. I mean the type of vet a locker room vet. Uh a locker room vet. That's all. They need they need they need Locker room
3: that's like the both of you
1: like no like james jones like those How about those. would
2: Trey Young be good in
1: Miami? I think so. Four. Yeah, him and Pat Riley I think would they would get along swimmingly. Just hit it off. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I gotta wait, I got to wait, I got to got to do shoot around if I'm a play in the game. I'm going to go home. It's like no. What about Toronto needs to in? make
2: some moves? Trey Young in
1: Toronto? That. I'm not tra- they're not trading Trey Young.
2: I know but I'm saying I'm just saying I'm just saying I'm just going to throw names trained, out there.
1: We've got 3 weeks
3: to discuss this so continue hey, to work on your you thoughts and ideas.
1: Kyle Corbett, you discuss your thoughts. We're going to reference you, you and act like you no Yeah. Right on, All right.
3: All right, appreciate you guys. It's another edition of Road Tripin.